I Found God is a limited series created to showcase the transformative power of God's love and truthfully exhibit the ebbs and flows of building a relationship with Christ. It's a modern day testimony service tackling the real about spirituality and growing with God. On this episode, I had a conversation with Tamika Burgess, writer, thinker, and phenomenal storyteller. Tamika shares that much of her spiritual development was rooted in strengthening her prayer life and pursuing obedience. Listen up. Today, I have the phenomenal Tamika Burgess. Uh, She is a writer and an amazing storyteller. And so before we jump into this conversation, I just want to read her introduction for those or read her bio for those who may not know her. Tamika Burgess is a writer, thinker, and storyteller. She is represented by Serendipity Literary Agency. As a freelance writer, she has penned articles for Exo Nicole, Bariqua Chicks, and others. Born to parents who migrated from Panama, Tamika has always taken a special interest in writing personal essays that explore her Afro-Latina identity. The desire to take this further came about in 2015 when she launched Esmi Cultura, a monthly newsletter highlighting Afro-Latinas. Because of her passion and dedication to spreading knowledge of Black Latinos, Tamika has been featured on various websites, podcasts, and panels, including Young Panamanians Around the Globe, Negrita's Afro-Latina Documentary, and Ain't I Latinas, Disrupting Stereotypes, Images of Latinas in Digital Media. When Tamika is not writing or curating her newsletter, she can be found somewhere cozy online shopping, sipping lemon ginger tea and reading, or listening to a podcast. Tamika resides in sunny Southern California. Tamika, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about this. Of course. Was it it odd hearing your bio read back to you? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) it was. Yeah, most people have that reaction. You did good with it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Well, I'm super excited to have you here. Like I keep saying, um, really interested in helping people uh, pursue spirituality and understand what that means for a long time, as you know, because we followed each other on social media for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been used, I've been doing so using my personal narrative. And so I'm really excited to have you here and some of the other women I've been talking to here to share their narrative and to get other voices included in this conversation. So thank you so much again for being with me. You're so welcome. All right. So let's jump on in. Tell me a little bit about your spiritual journey. What inspired you? to pursue a relationship with God? So I've been, you know, I have a mother who (laughs) it's always, you know, she was raised in church. Mm. She brought me and my brother up in church. So it's all, it's the only thing I've known. Mm. I think for me though, like when it became like a personal thing for me, um, probably like in my early twenties, like when I moved out of my parents' house, my mom would, you know, certain things would happen. She's like, well, did you pray? You need to be praying and listening to the Lord, listening for direction and clarity. And I'm like, well, I don't hear anything. And she's like, you got to just stay with it. Um, and I think my mom's encouragement with it. And then finally, like, okay, instead of running to my mom and telling her to pray for me, I need to do this on my own, doing it on my own and seeing how things in my life have changed and worked out for the better and realizing it's not going to be like the Lord, like, hey, girl, do you know, (laughs) come and talk to me, you know, it'll be an impression or just, you know, like a 
a peaceful feeling like, okay, this is right. I know this is of, of the Lord. So I think what has inspired me and has kept me going, you know, to strengthen my faith and my relationship with the Lord is just seeing like, okay, wow, it could have been this had I not taken the time to listen, but it's so much better because I did. Right. So tell me a little bit about how you started to learn to pray. I know you mentioned that your mom is like, girl, you got to pray. And you were kind of like, I can't keep running to my mom to pray Mm -hmm. for me. What was it like cultivating your own prayer life? It's and honestly, it's still a struggle. Like I can do, you know, something happens and say a quick prayer, but I mean, like taking the time out to pray, I had to learn that it's more of like a conversation because growing up in church and hearing other people pray these beautiful long prayers and these (laughs) words. And I'm like, I don't know. And I can't remember. And then I remember sometimes I would like write down like the order of certain things. And I remember reading a devotional one time from Joyce Meyer and she had said in there, like, ask the Lord to teach you how to pray. Mm, And um, so that was major because I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know, (laughs) someone else says something so simple, but I was like, duh, let me ask for help. So (laughs) that and then just realizing I don't have to pray the way other people do. Mm. Or I don't have to, you, you know, say certain things or have these, you know, eloquent words that have you know it just needs to be a personal conversation you know and we're like a friend talking to a friend kind of and just being open and honest about how I feel and I think once I got to that point where I was like you know Lord teach me how to do this and then me feeling comfortable with what I'm saying and you know also learning to like wait and listen that's kind of been a struggle too because I'm like I don't hear anything how long do I need to sit here (laughs) you know know, trying because I'm I'm, I always tell people like I'm a literal person so if you tell me wait I'm gonna sit and wait Mm -hmm. and when I don't see anything I'm like nothing happened it didn't work (laughs) so it's like I had to learn like it's not always gonna be a my mom says like a burning bush experience is what I'm always looking for she's like it's not gonna be that sometimes God is just training you like do this out of obedience and you're not always going to hear you're not always going to get an impression you're not always going to feel something but the lord's going to honor the fact that you you know you're trying right so i think with that that has led to me like you know just doing it and not worrying about okay this person does it this way and they say this and they sound like this when they pray let me just be honest and have a heartfelt conversation with god Absolutely. And I love that you said that because when we talk about spirituality, I always look at it as like that relationship with God. Um, I do, in my mind, in my spirit, separate religion from relationships. Some people don't, but I do. And so when you talk about praying and you talk about building relationship, that's exactly what it is. Like having just a genuine conversation with God. Mm -hmm. Um, It is so, so important. So you you started to honor that process and and ask for more guidance on how to pray and started developing a prayer life of your own um what what do you think was the hardest part for you when developing that prayer life um not being lazy mm. I, mean, I still go through it now like sometimes like I work all day and then I come home and I have to like work on my writing stuff Like I'm in the process of editing my manuscript for my agent. So that takes a lot of time. 
And then I always tell myself, okay, like seven o'clock, I'm going to dedicate that time to like read my Bible, pray, clear my mind from whatever from the day and just focus on the Lord. And then it'll be like 730 and I'm still doing this and I'm hungry mm-hmm. and I need that. And then it comes to like eight and I'm like, oh, I want to watch TV or I want to get on, on <laughs> Instagram and see what <laughs> happened for the day. You know, so right. it's just like. No, you need to put in time to this relationship, just like I would with friends or a relationship with a boyfriend or whatever. Like that all takes time and I need to put in the time with the Lord the same way, if not more. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, I think what's worked for me is setting a time. So even if I see like, okay, it's coming close to seven o'clock, I'm not done doing this other stuff. I'm just going to stop because I know if it gets later, I'm going to feel like, oh, the book's more important. The manuscript's more important when I feel my relationship and spending time reading my Bible and, you know, and prayer is way more important. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to stop. I give myself like a hard stop deadline. And then, you know, after I pray and finish, then if I need to go back and do something, then fine. But I just felt, I just find that setting that hard stop time and doing it like at seven o'clock it makes me accountable and it's kind of like a set appointment like oh at seven okay I gotta stop let me go let me go and do that and that works for me not always I'm gonna be honest (laughs) I don't always make it but that really it holds me accountable absolutely yeah absolutely I want to um dive into what you mentioned before about like learning to listen but before Mm -hmm. we shift gears to that one more question about your prayer life um how how do you feel after you've said a good prayer? Like, what is the feeling that comes from your prayers or being consistent in your prayers? I feel, it just gives me like peace. And I've noticed that like when I don't, when I'm not consistent with either reading my Bible or at least, you know, getting on my knees and saying a prayer, um, I don't know. I don't know if the right word is like anxious or sometimes I know it's conviction. I know mm-hmm. that for a fact because <laughs> I know better and I'm just being lazy and putting <laughs> other things before it. But like sometimes I'll feel like a anxiousness and then there'll be mm-hmm. times where I'm just so busy running around doing whatever. And then it's not till I get in the bed and lay down that I honestly remember. Right. And sometimes I'll get up and I'm like, no, let me do this. Even if I just have to spend my time like thanking the Lord you know, for me just making, surviving the day, Um, you know, I need to make sure I'm giving that time. But like when I do and it's consistent and I'm on point with it, I honestly feel at peace. It's like, I got to just express how I feel to the Lord and not always like, Lord, give me this, make this happen for me, Mm -hmm. but just having a conversation about how I feel about things. And I remember I did that like the other night about, you know, just about stuff going on in my life. And I just felt like such a release from it just having just to be like, I feel like this and this is happening and I don't like that. And then when I was done, I just felt clear about the situation. Like, well, maybe I should just do this tomorrow. (laughs) And it was like, okay. So, you know, and having that conversation, it's not like a literal person sitting in front of me, but like, I just, it was able to talk it. I was able to talk it through and just feel at peace about the situation that I was talking to the Lord about. And it's just, you know, like I said, it's just very peaceful for me. Right. Like it's like a time when I'm shut off from everything. I think that's probably the only time of the day where I'm not either talking to somebody, something's playing in the background, whether TV or music, or I'm looking at something on my phone. That's like the only time. Wow. So just making sure that I have that so I'm like I can have my, my mind be at rest and just feel peace. 
Yeah. That's given like a calming feeling. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned like it's not always you asking for something. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people feel like prayer is your time to petition to God. And perhaps, you know, of course, you know, ask ask for what you, you need, but also be okay expressing yourself to him and like just saying, listen, Lord, this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna go to sleep now. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Being open about that. That's something I had to get comfortable with is just like, it doesn't like my, I keep referring to my mom, but she keeps telling me, she will tell me like, God isn't like a genie in a bottle. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just supposed to run to him. Like, I want this. I want that. Like, you need to have a relationship. And she'll even tell me like, even now. If I tell her, like, oh, can you pray for this? She would, like, I'll agree with you. Yes. You need to be praying. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. But she's like, well, say it the right way so I know that you're praying too. And I'll agree <laughs> with you. And she's like, because you need to, you know, you need to make sure that you know how to do this on your own. And it's, it's not you coming to me as in you pray for me and then let me know, you know. Yes. So that's, you know, that's one thing, too, that I'm making sure, like, have my own relationships I'm not depending on somebody else to you know get to the Lord for me or I'm not just coming to him when I need help or some things going on like this is somebody good and bad you know I can have a conversation and a relationship with him that's so I I love that mom is like oh yeah I can assist you but I'm not gonna do the work for you always I will agree that is i love that level of accountability yeah um so it sounds like much of your spiritual process up to this point has been navigating and controlling that prayer life that you have Mm -hmm. um and so with that said how important is it to you to surround yourself with people who also have a similar prayer life or desire to pray it's very important because I find like as I get older, like my relationship with the Lord is number one. Mm-hmm. Like I know in the past, you know, I might, you might say it, but it's like, but more, you know, TV is more important. You know? Right, right. But, like now I find like it's really important. Like, it's a determining factor with a lot of things, even with friendships. And when I've noticed like, okay, this person, our beliefs don't line up, mm-hmm. um, you know, just the way that they move doesn't line up with the way I would in yes. certain situations. I've always felt like, or I've always, what I've always done is just like, Lord, remove people who aren't, who I'm not supposed to be around. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, like, that happened real quick for me, like a few years ago. And then I remember I woke up and they like, I don't really have any friends. <laughs> and it made me, it made me sad because I'm like, well, what happened? What did I do? And I remember I thought about it and I was like, I remember I was praying like, Lord, remove them. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm the type, like, I don't really want to have confrontation with people. So I'm right. not going to call you out and be like, I don't, I don't like that. We're not friends no more. But and then when I thought about certain people, I was like, it was just subtle. It wasn't right. a problem. You know, people just grow apart. People move and stuff like that. And everything like that, it kind of happened subtly. And I thank the Lord, like, well, thank you that I didn't have to like, have problems or get into arguments with people for relationships to end they just you know in my eyes naturally ended on their own and I think that that like my friend group is very small but I'm very thankful for it because I don't have to deal with like certain dramas certain people talking behind people's back like you know everybody's 
just on their grown stuff. Like I'm just trying to make it like you're making it. Let's right. Out and do this together. And I love the fact that with my friends, I can be like, oh, you're going through this. Well, I'll pray for you. Yeah. You know, I didn't always have friends like that. So now to be in that space where, you know, I can be like, this is happening. And then my friend will respond to be like, okay, I got you. I'm going to pray for you. You know, or, hey, I'm praying for you. How's this going? Last time we talked, you said this. How's it going? I've been praying for you. But I think that I love that so much with being aligned with people who, you know, you could have conversations with about the Lord and, you know, hey, I'm struggling with this or the Lord brought me out of this and, you know. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And so I was recently reading uh, one of those uh, version Bible app plans, and it was about dangerous prayers. And one of them was exactly that. It was like, you know, remove, uh, Lord, remove people from my life that no longer serve me or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is a bold prayer because God will do exactly that. Like he will yeah. <laughs> take all those people out of your life. And I know for me, that was real. And I felt so isolated and so alone. But when God starts revealing things to you about why he removed them, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I get it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, and I think no. that's really dope. So now, now while your circle might be small, it's more effective in so many exactly. ways, which yeah. is so dope. At this point, the audio became a little bit choppy. However, during this part of the conversation, Tamika spoke a bit about obedience and truly honoring what God declares that you do. She shared about when she was moving from New York to LA and the importance that listening to God has had on her life. So would you say that your one of the most transformational lessons you've learned so far in your spiritual journey is that of obedience and how to be obedient? Yeah. Yep. And yeah. just realizing like if I'm I can't wait because like I said, I'm a little person. So when you know when you hear um songs and you read the Bible and it's like wait on the Lord, I have to learn like it's not literally sit and wait. You need to do your part. You need to get up and go. You need to make choices that align with God's word. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of that, you know, you'll be directed to where you need to be. Absolutely. Yeah. And that comes a lot. That comes into play when it's you learning to listen to God, as you mentioned earlier, right? Like right. you have to be able to hear from him and discern his voice, <clears throat> excuse me, um, in order to know how and when to move. So can you talk to me a little bit about how you were able to develop your discernment in that way? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's, That's I think real. It's my like, my desire, like, okay, I need to spend time reading my Bible, spend time in prayer, creating this relationship. I think that just might have just come along on the on the way because mm-hmm. I know for sure there were times in my life where I was like, I don't ever hear from the Lord. I don't know if this is the Lord, like that for sure. Like having ideas or thinking I should do this. Like even, like I mentioned, I lived in New York when I decided, like, I don't even know where that desire comes from. First of all, came from <laughs> in California. And one day I was just like, oh, I want to move to New York. But I was so nervous about, about it. I was like, I've never moved out of the state. I've never lived. I don't even think I had visited New York at that point when I made that decision. <laughs> And I was like, you know, the Lord's not going to put this in me if it, you know, if it's not from me. But I spent a lot of time, like, second guessing myself, like, should I do this? Should I do, you know, something bad can happen. 
I'm going to be out there by myself. I don't know anything about snow and the subway and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so I've been a lot, like it was probably like three years before I actually did it just because I was second guessing myself, but I just had to like realize like, okay, this is New York didn't just come out of, you know, out of nothing like this is for a reason and you know just having the peace from my parents who were like just go if it doesn't work out you can always come back you know that kind of like okay well good you know those they'll help me out if this doesn't work out but um you know when I went and I had you know it was kind of rough at first Mm -hmm. but everything was kind of you know it's like a seamless transition I was like okay I know this is from the Lord but I had to just I had to just do it because I was like, I know he put this in me. Where else would I have come up with this idea to just move to New York? <laughs> you know, a place that I had never visited at the time. And so I think just realizing, okay, this line, I'm not going out there to be on no foolishness. Like this lines up with what, you know, I'm trying to do. I want to, you know, get into my writing career. This helps. And it actually did help a lot. Nice. Um, and just, you know, not especially being on the other side of it now and seeing like, wow, had I not gone, I probably would not be where I am in my writing career. Um, and yeah, just realizing like, it's not always going to be a, hey girl, go, but mm-hmm. I need to do that. If it lines up and I have peace about it, go and have faith that God's going to protect me and, you know, let me know, okay, move this way or, you know, I'll get that impression and not be fearful and just literally sit there and wait for that tap on the shoulder to go and do something. Right. So what's your, was the confirmation that it was God simply that you, you hadn't conjured up this plan yourself or was there something else that let you know for sure that it was God speaking to you about moving to New York? It was that, that I didn't come up with it on my own. And I think just like, you know, my mom had prayed about it too. And she told me, she was like, I feel like a, like it's good. Mm. And I had a few other people tell me that too. Like I had a friend of mine, I had, I think I just casually mentioned this. Like, you know, I think I want to move to New York. And she was like, that agrees with my spirit. And we had never had any kind of conversation. And she's like, what are you going to go out there? No, I don't even think she asked that. She was like, you know what comes to mind? Like the movie Brown Sugar. And she was <laughs> like, um, you know how the girl was a writer. Mm-hmm. And, I don't, and I think when I had talked about it, because I, I worked in advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was never like I, you know, went to school for journalism or anything like that. But it was just, I think I was just coming into to realizing my passion for writing. And then, you know, the desire to move was all around the same time. So when she said that to me, I was like, you know, that's good that you say that because that's what I, when I go out there, I want to, you know, cultivate this writing career. She was like, I don't, she's like, I don't know why that came to mind, but I just saw Brown Sugar. I saw yes. her, you know, the journalist and I was like, oh, I ever see that. <laughs> <laughs> she better be in the spirit. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> So just different people with co- confirming it mm-hmm. really helped me like, okay, I got to get on this and make this happen. Nice. So what were some of the thoughts you had to, thoughts, behaviors, feelings that you had to relinquish in order to fully step into obedience? Um, like I said, where I thought about it would just be easy breezy and I'd just be walking down the street. And be, <laughs> like I had to get rid of that, like, trials are going to come, you know, we're still living in this world of sin, things are going to happen. And I just have to realize 
I have, you know, I have protection. I need to have faith that when things happen, I can go to the Lord, ask for his help. Um, Also realizing like, just because I have faith and I have protection, I can't be out here being messy Mm -hmm. because I'm still going to have consequences. Absolutely. Um, You know, the Lord's not going to shield me from world consequences if I'm out here stealing and I have to go to jail. Right. Um, Just realizing like, I still need to make sure I need to, I'm living my life in accordance to, you know, what the word says and I'm doing, you know, the best that I can. It's not always just going to be like, oh, t- not Tamika because she's a believer. No, right. Like, you know, stuff's going to happen. But I have to realize, you know, one, take take it for a, a lesson, not just sit there and throw a pity party like, oh, why me? Mm-hmm. Like, what what is the Lord trying to teach me about this? And that's actually something that I was going through with work. And dealing with like a lot of work gossip and making sure I stay out of it. Mm. And then too, like learning the lesson, like stay out of it because when it blows up, they can't say to me. <laughs> right. I don't know anything about it. I stay right. And learn, you know, learning that and realizing, okay, okay, wow, when it did blow up, I didn't have anything to do with that. So next time when I talking <laughs> about such stay out of it, because you learned you know, you're not involved in it. So things Mm -hmm. like that, just when something happens, taking it for like, okay, what can I learn from this instead of throwing a pity party for myself and making sure like, okay, going forward, let's do it this way. So I'm not in this situation again. Mm. That's dope. That's really dope. And it's major because (laughs) it's a struggle, but like for real, yeah. Yeah. A lot of, I think for me, even a lot of people in general, I feel like when they step into spirituality, they think they're immune to life mm-hmm. happening. And it's like, mm, actually, yeah. <laughs> might and be the I'm opposite. Sure a lot of years. I'd be like, well, why is this happening to me? Like, mm-hmm. no, where is the Lord protecting me? And then, you know, reading the Bible, it's like trials will come, mm-hmm. but you, you know, you have to have your faith that you'll get through it and also realize like, okay, what do I need to do in this situation? Absolutely. That was me for a long time. Like I would be pissed. Like, why would the, why is the Lord letting me, why did this happen to me? And then I would feel like, is it because I'm not reading my Bible enough? Do I need to do this? And then realizing like, it's not based on works. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't do something to, for the Lord to give you something or right. You know, so that took a lot. And like I said, I'm still like getting through that, like hammering in that lesson. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, I'm seeing it more and more like, okay, yes, I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> Be upset for a moment, but then we got to collect myself and move on from it and figure out, okay, what I need to do. And let me remember this for next time. This yes. That, you know, the devil can't allow it to mess with me make me feel like you know I'm being picked on by God (laughs) absolutely and like you said before like Lord what do you want me to learn in this season like that's a lot of it like what am I missing what do I need to learn what are you trying to call out of me Mm -hmm. right through this hardship and when you do like it just feels it feels good. Like, so we talked about prayer. We talked about obedience and learning to listen to God. We even touched a little bit on 
surrounding yourself with people who can lift you in prayer as well. Um, you gave some great examples of your mother who's like, um, I can agree with you, but I'm not going to do the work for you. <laughs> um, and even some examples of your friends standing in the gaps for you and like praying for you or confirming uh, through their spirit what they might have heard in their prayer time about you. Um, mm-hmm. What advice would you offer other women interested in pursuing a relationship with God uh, about prayer or obedience? I don't even know because everybody's different. So I can't give like, do this, do that, do that. Mm-hmm. But like, just take the time to, you know, even if you just start by reading your Bible. And I remember I used to do that and I'd be like, I have no idea what I just read. Girl, same. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I'm just going to do it. Um, and, you know, and then little by little, certain things start to make sense. And then sometimes too, I'll Google um you know, different versions of the Bible online. So the wording can be a little different. It's like, oh, I understand. And like little, doing little things like that, or even just taking the time to pray and just have the conversation with God about how you're feeling and, you know, and and things going on in your life. And I think too, just making sure that we're not comparing ourselves. Like how I said earlier, like hearing how other people pray. And I felt like, well, how do I do that? Mm -hmm. I think just, not conforming to what religion would tell us it Mm. looks like what it looks like I think it's just about your personal relationship and like I said before trusting God like okay I'm going to spend time I'm going to work on this relationship I'm going to read your word I'm going to trust that you know this is sticking and I'll be able to apply it in my life because that's one thing that I struggled with too I would read the bible about certain things I'm like well how am I supposed to remember all this <laughs> like just read you know over time reading things I'll it'll come to remembrance or not even mm-hmm. like certain, something that I need to apply but just a story of something that happened to somebody mm-hmm. so I think just you know advice wise I would just say like read the bible even if you start out and you're like I don't know what am I doing here am I doing this right just you know just try yeah. And then, you know, when things come up in your life, try to apply what you've read or just instead of getting upset and thinking, oh, I have to retaliate or whatever, just take a minute and be like, let me go pray about this. Let yeah. me take a minute and go pray over in the corner or something or in the bathroom. I used to do that a lot. <laughs> One of my jobs that I hated um, and it got to be too much. Like I would just go in the bathroom and pray and be like, Lord, please just help me calm down. Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> so. I don't want to snatch nobody up, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I think for sure, I would say having faith and trusting God. And I think the two of those things go hand in hand. Wonderful. Thank you so, so much for your insight and sharing your experience with us. Um, I am prayerful that what you shared touches people. Uh, I think prayer is the most critical part of developing a spiritual relationship with God mm-hmm. um, because it, it is literally your connection to him. It is, it is that hotline for you and him to have a conversation, have a dialogue, right? Not, it's not a monologue, allow God to speak back to you. And so I really appreciate you highlighting that and, and sharing with us what you've learned through your process to developing a stronger prayer life. So thank you so, so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. I know you mentioned your uh, finalizing your manuscript. Is there anything that you want to publicize or advertise while we're still here? Um, I, I don't know when it's coming out. Like we're still in the revision, revision stage. 
So I'm still just trying to, you know, work out the kinks of it. Well, yeah, congratulations. So, thank you. So like, as of right now, like, I don't, I don't have any information. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we're still in the process of getting it, you know, ready and get mm-hmm. to that next point of having it printed and stuff like that. So, but yeah, nice. I'm working. <laughs> well, where can the people find you in case they want to check back in and see when it's released? Yeah, so I have Twitter and Instagram is Tamiks B. It's T-A-M-E-E-K-S-B. I don't tweet a lot, so it's not going to happen. I said to be honest <laughs> with myself. And then Instagram, like I had taken a break, so I'm just now like slowly getting back to it. And that's another thing too with the Lord. Like I know people think like social media, like why would the Lord allow certain, but in my spirit for like a few years now, I felt like I need to get my Instagram together mm-hmm. because it'll help with, you know, the promotion of my book or writing and I, and, it, and I won't do it and then it'll come back. And I yes. want to come back. So just recently, I was like, you know what? This is like the third time that this has come back around and I need to get this together. So I'm going to start like posting pictures. <laughs> Doing more stuff. So Instagram will be, I also have Facebook, which is my name, Tamika Burgess. I think I haven't been on there in so long. Um, <laughs> it should be my name. I'm hardly on there either. So I think the thing would be Instagram. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you heard her. Check her out on Instagram. Stay connected to her work. Her writing is phenomenal. As I said, I've been following her for a few years now, um, and she's really great uh, putting on for Afro-Latina. So incredible work. Check her out. Tamika, again, thank you so, so much. I truly appreciate your time. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. As you heard, Tamika not only spoke about the importance of strengthening your prayer life, but she spoke about the importance of being able to hear from God and obeying his command. While Tamika has her own process for discerning the voice of God, I'm a firm believer that in order to know that you're hearing from him, you have to first get to know him. You cannot know his voice without knowing who he is. And the best way to do so is to read the Bible, understand how God operates, Understand how God speaks to people. Understand what things God says that can confirm for you that it's from him versus being from the enemy. As Tamika says, it's so important for beginning believers to read the Bible, even if it doesn't make sense to you at first. Keep at it. For the sake of helping you all develop spiritually, I wanted to share a tool slash resource that was critical in helping me dissect and understand the Bible. The Bible Study is a Bible study plan broken into two books, Old Testament and New Testament. It is by The Brand Sunday and can be found at www.thebrandsunday.com. This is not an advertisement. They did not pay me to say this, but it has been really helpful in allowing me to dissect the Bible, what certain parts of the Bible means, etc., etc. Another tool that I've used in the beginning of my journey was the YouVersion Bible app, where, as I mentioned earlier, they have various plans that you can study, um, topical themes, feelings, emotions, certain journeys that you want to take. It's all there. So utilize that as a resource as well as you begin to learn, understand, and dissect the word of God. I hope this episode has been helpful to you as you begin to explore your spirituality and strengthen your own prayer life. Until next time. (laughs) 